Well, then there's no sense in waiting until the top of the hour. Let's just let's just rock and roll, yeah? Yeah. Athletes, viewers, listeners, anyone out there in uh, in the, the webmosphere, welcome to One on One with Coach Blue. Coach Blue Robinson at your service, licensed mental health therapist, substance use disorder counselor, and to my left, the uh, the awesome, the wonderful, the athletic director, Marissa Robinson. <laughs> Say hi. Hello. I've noticed you never keep your camera on. Is there a reason for that? <laughs> yeah. My setup isn't as nice as yours. I don't My know. backdrop could, isn't as good. We could set you up some some lockers and some yeah. bib numbers over there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I hope, uh, I hope everyone's doing well in the chaos that is the political climate and COVID. What a hoot! Holy crap! Like it's kind of nuts. So we hope to offer you a little platform to talk about whatever's on your mind or in your heart. Uh, could be about that crazy political climate, could be about an asteroid that's probably zooming toward the Earth, could be whatever you want to talk about. This is your platform. One-on-one live with Coach Blue is uh, your opportunity to jump on and, and talk anything. Addiction, mental health, uh, um, shoot, even funny jokes, I guess, if they're yeah. appropriate, right? Yeah. If Go they're good, that. if we don't. Yeah. Marissa, do you have our Patreon list? We dropped a new Patreon today. Uh, our bonus episode, it's up right now. So if you've joined Patreon, uh, it's up. It's a deep dive on how to how to take some time for yourself and, and how to do it without feeling guilty or overwhelmed and how to do it before your your, your mind, uh, I guess, explodes. So this is a good time for that. It, it really is. Tips. That's why I felt like it'd be a good deep dive to talk about like taking time. Because a lot of people don't like taking time for themselves. They almost feel guilty doing it. But yeah. It's a good time to do that. So if you want to become a Patreon subscriber to help Addict to Athlete move its podcast forward so we can get to more content, um, it's uh, it's a little easy to do. There's five tiers for you to choose from. You can jump on patreon.com backslash addict to athlete, and you can uh, find a tier that works best for you. Yes. So Marissa, who, who we got on there to thank? Today? All right. So tonight we want to thank our super fans, Chris Williams, mm. Brett Frew, Scott Foster, Carolyn Harris, and our new Holly Davies. Welcome, Holly, and thank you to our super fans. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Go listen to that bonus episode. Yeah. Next, we have our rookie level, and that is Josh Hansen, Gary Thurston, Kenny Roseman, Earl Dyer, Joe Jackson, and the new Michelle Hansen. Yeah. Thank you guys. Josh, specifically, um, helping out at the athlete's store. Right. He's yes. got some good some good designs that he's putting out and there. Some things are getting made. And you Patreon subscribers, he's making your Patreon, your Patreon hoodie and t-shirt. So it's gonna be great. Yes. Who else we got? So next is our pro level. And I maybe we call her our super plus pro. A super pro. Because she just bumped up her Patreon today. Yeah. And so super pro. Selena Armitage. Thank, Thank you, you so Selena. much, Selena. We really appreciate that. I, I I saw that you've already listened to the bonus content, so I'll get the next one up fast because you seem to be consuming them quickly. We got good feedback from her on how good it is. So you want to get on Patreon so you can hear it too. And you, if you get on now, you can go back and hear all the others, right? Uh-huh. It yeah, unlocks yeah. all of them. It does. You can go back and listen to every bonus episode we posted. Yep. And then... Last is our champion level, and that is Shad and Freya Robison. Thank, Thank you, you, Team Robison. You guys are rock stars. Our Patreon subscribers make it possible for us to put these out, so you should all thank them when you see them. 
So Marissa, we do, we've got, uh, we've got a grundle of questions that have been kind of coming in and I know that we'll probably have some folks participating throughout. Um, it's been a week since the, uh, the presidential election and some yeah. on the fence say we have a new president. Some people say we don't. And all I know is that the toilet paper is gone. And all the toilet paper is gone. So it's like, so what in the crud's going scary. on people? <laughs> Good night. I don't know. I, you think it'd be like bottled water, but yeah, it's, I know. it's toilet paper. Well, when we were in there last Saturday in Costco and there was only a, like a pallet left of toilet paper, mm -hmm. I did see a lot of people with water. Yeah. So Guys, don't I'm do sure that, that stuff. was going I mean, to, but that's weird. Maybe it's when the poop hits the fan, they'll be ready. I don't know. I think it's weird. But again, it's to me, it's like the sneeches thing. It's like, it really if is. everyone does it, then you got to run and do it because it's that panic and fear that, yeah, but that's you, the paper's going to be You never see someone in there going and like rushing to the, the stack of bananas, right? Like no. we got to get bananas. Like you don't see that kind of stuff. It's see, always, why? yeah, yeah. Know, weird. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of stress going on right now. And so um, several of the questions today have to do with stress specifically and um, kind of how we're dealing with all this. If uh, you are listening to this and you were in, within the Utah state boundaries, you know that Governor Herbert has rolled us back because of the epidemic yes. and the pandemic. And real quick, I want to give a special shout out and thanks to all of those who are working in the medical field. Uh, thank you so much for putting in the time, the efforts, the the plea to have people um, you know, be respecters of one another, to wear the masks, to do our parts. Um, it's been hard because here at the home office, we've had to do more meetings by Zoom. Yep. And uh, I know that that's been hard for some people, but I also think that there's a reason why we should follow that instruction. So yeah. um, it'll it'll balance out. But, you know, just like we talked about in Mar in March, um, guys, we had to do our part. Well, and for me, I, I just like looking at it like, hey, this is going to be four years, we're going to be like this. And then if it's shorter, then I'll be happy. But you're forecasting four years of this. Well, I feel like it will be three to four years of weirdness, whether it's out a little in a little wear masks, don't wear masks, social distance like for awkward a while. dating stage. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes but sense, again, if you think about it long-term, which it was, you know, when the Spanish flu came out, it was about four to five years. I think before mm -hmm. they got back to quote normal. Yeah. And then if it's before that, then great, that's better. But if you're thinking it should be next week and it's not, you're going to be pretty upset. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I would have called you a little bit crazy, but it seems like you've called a lot of these things like before they've happened. So I'm going to listen to yeah. you this time. Like when you I'm said, learning. when you said the kids won't be going back to school, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah baloney. And then, and then that happened. So yeah. I don't know who you're, who you're. Uh, well, and I called that maybe they'd be out early Christmas and it might happen. Hasn't yeah. yet, but yeah. But nonetheless, um, so the first question talks specifically about the climate right now. It says, Coach Blue, I'm curious what your thoughts are on the issues of how bad everything seems to be going. It seems like America's divided. It seems like this pandemic's not gonna stop. I get sick of social media when everyone does nothing but complain. <laughs> what do we do when we start feeling like humanity's lost their marbles? <laughs> 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 oh goodness where do we where do we begin um i say i say less time in the media 
get yeah. your nose out of it for a while. Get back to the things that, that bring joy. Find things that are positive of uplifting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things on the internet that are really good. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think that when we get into the mindset of believing everything we hear on the news and, and whatnot, it can really, it can really put a damper uh, on, on uh, being maybe positive. Right. And, and uh, I've, I've stopped watching news again. I mean, it was interesting for a little, little minute there, a blip on the radar to see what was going on. Um, but I'm pretty satisfied. I got an idea of which way the, the presidential elections going. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the pandemic, it was kind of interesting last weekend when governor Herbert came on, it was, you know, being broadcast on every channel on everything. And yeah. the emergency uh, contact information came through as we were trying to listen to him on TV, which was kind of funny. I'm like, yeah, it starts buzzing. We're, we're watching him and it cuts into emergency broadcast, you know, it's a, you know, tune in at nine 30 and it's like nine 35 and we're missing the big chunk. It's like you guys <laughs> the big really chunk about school that we needed for our kids. Yeah. We got beeped out. Absolutely. Of. So then we had to go back and then we had to go back and watch it on Facebook. And then that means that, you know, I, I got cocky and sort of dropping things out of myself out of that yeah stay away from that stuff you'll hear a lot of stuff on the news right now that is spewing fear and anxiety and you know recounts and and uh, you know cheating and manipulating of votes it's just it's not true and i think that when we do that we 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 monger fear and that can make us do some stupid things as you can see people doing yeah. in the country right now and so but your stay one of your old co-workers priya Mm-hmm. She just said that she was at Costco today and there was toilet paper. Oh, good. So maybe people are calming down. Maybe people are calming down calming and they're not losing down. their, their shiz. Right. <laughs> good. Yeah. So stay, stay on the positive side of things. The crazy thing is, is that, you know, just like in life, how we are kind of engineered and geared as human beings to see the negative and the bad stuff in pretty much everything we do. Um, it, it's a, it's a trait that we can't get away from. It's, it's that survival instinct in us that, that kind of surveys a situation, a scene, an experience, and we see all the bad. Yeah. Um, it, it takes a very strong mind to start seeing the good. The same rules apply here. You know, um, it was kind of funny. Uh, well, we shouldn't admit this, but, uh, you know, we are TikTokers in, in, uh, mm-hmm. on Team Addict Athlete. And we do that because uh, it's, a great, it's a great way to get our message out. Yeah. And um, I don't think the Chinese are spying on us through TikTok. If they were, they'd be probably horribly bored by us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, everything is going political. It's not even fun to watch anymore. So I stopped watching them. I just post stuff now. I don't even watch it anymore. And it's, it's just getting to the point where I'm like, all right, I got to do these healthy things for me. Nothing will, um, I guess, get you out of that funk faster than going back and, and building those genuine relationships with your with your families. With your social, with your social networks, um, with your religious organizations, your charity organizations, you know, we're moving into a very interesting, you know, uh, gratitude season with November. Yeah, and I think that's the best. Things will way be different. Is mm-hmm. start listening to things you're grateful for. Yeah, things will be different because of COVID and whatnot. But that doesn't mean that when you go out and do service that you, it can be done safely. Um, stay away from the media. You know, if, if it's something super important, I guarantee you, you'll hear about it. So, you know, stay away from the stuff that's causing the, the trauma. We just don't need it right now. It's a sad thing because part two of that conversation is that we do, we feel like a nation divided mm-hmm. and it's strange. And for the life of me, I don't, I can't understand the one part where people enjoy the man who's currently in office. I don't like his character. I don't like his personality. I don't like I don't like the words he chooses, <laughs> but 
I can understand why they don't like the guy that I like. And so it's kind of one of these things where at the end of the day, we have to remember that we're Americans and we are all yeah. in this together. And chivalry, unfortunately, uh, is a thing of the past. And I hope that we can resurrect that. I was talking to Savannah about this, Marissa, on her podcast. If you guys haven't listened to Savannah's podcast this week, yeah. please do. It's really good. Um, and we were talking about how um, how divided it seems things are and how you know when you start getting emotional with things, you get called a snowflake and all this other stuff. And I think yeah. the people that do that, the, those guys that are kind of being a little bit more of the bullies, I don't think they're really understanding the magnitude of what they're doing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like if we get to a point by which we take emotion out of the out of our out of America. Yeah. And, you know, to, to like see someone who's downtrodden and who's, who's in need of help and we spit on them and call them a snowflake as we kick them as we walk by them, yeah. we have a huge problem as a, as a society, as, as a human, as a human For race. Sure. So I hope that we can um, somehow start bridging these gaps. I don't know what it looks like. But I also know that the folks in addiction recovery should be a lot more used to this kind of stuff because you've already had the opportunities uh, of being kicked and spit yeah. upon and ridiculed and neglected Talked poorly about yeah and stuff so it's like you know you it's we have a little bit of a thicker skin than most yeah um that could be used for for something positive you know and uh again the the, the tiktok recovery like like aspect of 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 social media is incredible i've been blown awesome. away by the recovery community online that way mm-hmm. very positive very yeah. uplifting um, it, it's been neat to see. So I would say invest in the things that you care about, invest in the things that you know are, is going to bring joy. Stop listening and watching the news. I'm telling you, you're going to find nothing good there. It, you know, I was listening to, uh, to Radio Ronan and Spencer was talking a little bit about getting his, his media info through reading and not just uh, watching. Yeah. And it's funny because when you, when you read your news, it's a lot more concise. And a lot less, I think, uh, you know, like emotionally, like, like, yeah. like inviting. It's more just here it is moving on. So get back to the old school way of finding your media. And don't do it on social media because you can get, again, there's so many, there's, there's so many. I was watching this, this thing on deep fakes the other day about oh, how people scary. are putting deep fakes. And it's like, pretty soon we'll have to question absolutely everything. Online. I think we even, do now. Even this. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. this really blue speaking? Yeah. You can probably know. So yeah. Stop watching the news. Get back to the things that, that cause joy. Yeah, for sure. Pretty wild, huh? Absolutely. Um, let's see. Running question. Okay. I am recently new to the running community. I'm trying to understand the mechanics, the movements, all that fun stuff. I know that we've talked about not having too many races due to COVID, but I want to know, am I, am I in the right avenue and area of a wannabe runner with buying the latest and greatest shoes, the latest and greatest gear? How much is too much? Can this turn into addiction itself? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it can. You got to be careful with that. It's called retail therapy. Retail and it's therapy. Not let's, really good. Let's, let's touch base on retail therapy. What? What is retail therapy? It's just shopping to feel good. It's using retail and items to get those endorphins yeah. kicking. And then, I mean, sometimes you need to buy something, but if mm-hmm. you're just doing it to buy to feel good and then 
either you don't have the money for it yeah. or it's piling up and you forget to even use it because then you're buying something else or you have two or three of the same item. Right. Um, yeah. If you're going into debt, there's a problem. Yeah. It's, it's very real. Exactly the same as mm-hmm. any other addiction. Exactly. Absolutely. Because those things that uh, it's the rush, it's the feeling, it's the experience, it's the being out there. Um, retail therapy. It's looking, finding now. just mm-hmm. like the substance use, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Going to get the best deal. Yeah. And then you have all this new stuff that you're surrounded by with, without, you know, and you still have that, that, that void, right? Yeah. So yeah, you got to be careful. Now we've talked about this a lot. I remember Zach married when he came out and did a group with addict to athlete this last summer, we asked specifically about shoes and about things like that. And it's funny because you don't need to spend a ton of money on running shoes, no. but you need to to know what you're looking for. And it's yeah. kind of an interesting, my best, my, my best advice is to go to a running store, you know, place and a real, uh, running, store. A real running store and um, talk to the, the, the individuals who work there. Those, those, uh, those, those sales individuals will really kind of help, I guess, uh, They'll watch your cadence. They can help, you know, yep. critique some some movements, foot placement, all kinds of stuff. And they can recommend shoes that'll be best for you. Real real running stores will let you try them on and mm-hmm. even run in them in the yeah. store, either outside or they have a treadmill that you can run on, walk on to try to test it out. Because, yeah, we say we, you know, our favorites are ultra, but there's still a lot of ultras I don't like that don't fit my foot mm-hmm. right. And there's people I know that have loved ultra and then they've moved over and tried something else that's been even better for him. So go find a store where you can try on a bunch of different ones, run in them, test them out on your feet, see Mm -hmm. what they're like and, and go from there. I think if you're looking at, you know, rewarding yourself with some new gear, if you have the money for it, if that's a reward for you to something to work for, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you've been working up to and you want to get ready to run a 5k, even if it's on your own, because COVID's canceled them all, go for it, you know, but if you don't have the money for it, and you're just wanting to throw money out there because then it will make you feel good to put something new on. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not healthy. Absolutely. And, you know, as uh, I, hopefully as spring approaches in the next several months, we're getting into yeah. winter now, and we start seeing more opportunity for more races. Um, remember, you can use this time to train yourself. Yep. And it will make the the event that you choose to be your first, you know, I guess running experience, you know, official, you know, officially sanctioned race, even more special. Um, well, for addict to athlete this year mm-hmm. too, and I haven't posted yet, but we are going to be doing a turkey trot. Yeah. It will be virtual. Um, there is a local boy in our community that was born with some, I think it was kidney problems and they're doing a fundraiser to raise money for a kidney transplant Mm -hmm. for this little nine-year-old boy. So if you go to Turkey Trot 5k, it's American Fork, Utah, they have links, but we are also going to be starting a fundraiser on our page to raise funds. And then Addict Athlete will write one check for this boy from anyone that wants to join Addict to Athlete. I think we're all going to try to run on Thanksgiving day, Mm -hmm. post pictures, talk about it, share that and help give back to this little boy. Yeah. And I know that uh, coach Ashby, Liz Ashby, she also has a, 
a, a virtual yes. 5k that she's got medals for. I think last time I saw a day or so ago, she said she had 50 spots left. Yes. So um, if you jump on Addict Athletes uh, Facebook social media page, uh, it's there. It's our group page. Yeah. And you guys, granted, I know you know, Coach Jensen and I ran um, a 5k the other day. It was uh, on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I got a little nervous. There's a lot of people there, a ton. And yeah. I know that, you know, the COVID thing and everyone had masks and stuff, but it did, it got, it did, it got a little overwhelming. And so the virtual run, I think is a great way for you to tune into what's going on with you inside here. Um, there'll be times where we get to race and run together and, and literally and figuratively rub shoulders until then um, think outside the box. You know, that's why I've loved what Addict Athletes done this last couple of months where we've had uh, events that we've yeah. put together Something the county to county relay at being one you know yep. so yeah so you don't need the latest and greatest and most expensive gear um you do what what works best for you um you, you go to the running store have have one of the sales guys grab you a, a pair and recommend some stuff try them on run with them and see yeah. how it fits and there is running clothing and gear that's better than others that mm-hmm. make it just more comfortable and easier to run in so yeah go find that you know a good sports bra is worth it yeah for all the ladies I, out there and there's certain things that there will are help. certain things you want to spend a little more on yes yeah. that you just need to know that just because it will make it easier to keep running because of injury or, you know, chafing or many other issues. If you're not in the right running gear, yeah, it'll just make it more comfortable. Yeah. So great question. Great question. Martha, this was one a couple of weeks ago that I need to read and I hope maybe the situation's gotten better, but it's, okay. it's from, um, from someone that we both know. And it basically says, I'm in the middle of trying to find a new apartment. My rent is being increased and I will not be able to continue that amount of payment. So I'm looking for a new place. The problem I'm having is it was difficult enough to find this location, but now I have to throw myself back into the pool of individuals trying to find, trying to find a spot for our family that's not going to be extraordinarily high, mm-hmm. but also now having to repeat everything we've done before with with background checks, with with fees for background checks and so on. Yeah. How do I keep my attitude positive when there's so much money that's associated and attached to so many difficult decisions? Um, question. You guys, that's one thing that I've had a lot of heartburn with. And it's something I think that's been relatively new within the last probably five, 10 years maybe. And that is these application fees that people have to go into to rent. And I know that, and I understand the reasons why landlords have these things, but I also know that it can cause a lot of stress because you're paying upwards of 25, 50, sometimes 75 to a hundred dollars just for a, just for an application fee. So they'll look at it. Um, I would love to see us kind of put together a plan to uh, start limiting the amounts of that. Maybe a a one application fits all kind of thing, because there were times in about four or five years ago that I was helping a client do this and kind of discovered that multiple clients were going to the same person. And that person wasn't really renting anything, but taking and collecting money from the applications. Yeah. Dirty, dirty. And I understand why there'd be so many hoops to jump through, but I also think that, um, you know, if you have a history of being on time and you have a history of, 
of, uh, of, of being, you know, like a, a good renter that maybe that application could follow you. I don't know. I think that's something we're going to talk about maybe with some folks that have a little more authority yeah. than us. I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, like to do I that. would say post on social media, like with, with some of the uh, groups, you know, here on Addict to Athlete and a few of the other ones to see what's available. Um, I also know that uh, there's been several people that we've worked with recently that have been able to find housing relatively, uh, you know, cheap but uh, in decent locations. Um, and I would say, let's let's start using the team to start maybe yeah, pointing people in the right direction. That's the best way is post on social media, ask if anyone you know knows of somewhere, or, you know, I know that at least here, there's a few um, like felon, I don't know if this person's a felon, but there's like some Utah felon friendly resource page that, people will post different places and have landlord lists. Um, but I'm guessing that there's a lot of those things yeah. that you can look up on Facebook marketplace and be able to research some things, but use your support system to help you kind of put the feelers out to find something. Well, and part of that too, you guys, I want to just kind of maybe refresh your memory that when you were running and gunning and, and maybe in active addiction, you forgot what a creator and producer you really are. And what I mean by that is, you know that um, you have you have the ability to, to get what you need. You flip the script and start doing that for positive, um, I guess, uh, you know, reimbursements and you're gonna get it. Yeah. Meaning don't take no for an answer, keep moving, you know, you know, uh, the positivity, you know, meter to the, to the level high, really kind of get behind knowing and, and putting the vibes out there that you're gonna find something. When you start getting downtrodden and upset and frustrated, you slip into the depression, the motivation leaks out and then you get kind of bogged down. Remember that you are a creator in and of yourself. You can you can do this if you're willing to 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 push yourself out of your comfort zone, to ask questions, to to be authentic. I would say do not lie on your applications. Be very open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had a couple uh, of our of our former clients and and friends and athletes yeah. now that have that have been honest on applications, and because of that, they've They're gotten still, first dips. Yep, they were a little afraid, mm-hmm. but I think the landlords. A lot of people are learning and taking that into consideration. Our team captain, Chelsea, just posted and said, there's a lot of resources out there to help with rent and deposits right now. Mm. Ask questions before you pay the application fee and lay it out on the table with a potential landlord and be honest, like you were just saying. Yeah, thank you, Chelsea. That's, athletes, that's great advice. Um, again, I know that there's a, there's a part of you that wants to kind of hide from that. Um, I would recommend that you don't uh, because the fact of the matter is, is that's who you were then. This is who you are now. Mm-hmm. And if it comes out, you know, kind of in the wash, um, that's a ding on your integrity. And yeah. you've you've suffered enough of that, you guys. You know, so check out some of these programs she speaks of. Um, I mean, we can get a list of resources down in the next day or so and, and, and publish them on our social media for you to kind of look at. A side part of that, and maybe a plug that's not part of your question, but also to put this out there that, we now approach our you know, Christmas season and Project Elf, by which Addict to Athlete can can maybe assist a little bit with with um, with toys and some things that your family might need for for Christmas. Yeah. We are now accepting applications um, for Project Elf. If your family's fallen on hard times and you need a little bit of assistance and some help, 
please reach out to us at Addict to Athlete, specifically with Marissa, yes. addicttoathlete.org, uh, our website, jump on there. You can grab Marissa's information, yep. you know, Marissa at addicttoathlete.org or one of our team captains, which are out there in social media land too, our, yeah. and our sober coaches. These yeah. folks can help you. Yeah, we have applications out right now. If we can mm-hmm. get it to you in the next little bit, we want to get these back as soon as we can so we know what we're helping with, but yeah. we still have time. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, we got some information from uh, from uh, uh, Athlete Sawyer, yep. who got I think, again, I think is, is uh, Santa's, Santa's Elf. elf. <laughs> and so we'll have some stuff to be able to help you guys with. Yeah, so we've got some extra donations. Yeah, if, if it means you saving up a little bit of money so that you can put a down payment down and let Addict Athlete help you with a little bit of Christmas, mm-hmm. so be it, okay? Yes. Awesome. Um, any questions on there? So I got a few more over here. Not yet. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. Hey coach, I'm getting, I'm getting stuck in getting into my own head. I frequently find myself replaying old relationships that ended poorly and wondering if I should make efforts to make amends. I know that in other programs, amends are important, but I feel that if I try to make amends, I could either slip back into addiction or, or I would probably look at doing something that's going to hinder my own recovery. What do you think about just letting those old relationships fade like the sunset? (laughs) Um, Interesting. Um, Making amends, you know, it, 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 it would, I would say it would completely and solely depend on what you want from that relationship in the future. Um, meaning if, if you feel like there is something out there that's outstanding or that, um, you know, you're feeling some pretty heavy feelings about maybe, but never at the cost of your own sobriety, your own recovery. Um, you know, there's been relationships even in, in my past that I've, you know, decided that if I was to go out there and extend the olive branch, that person would probably take it and beat me with it. Yeah. You know, or, you know, um, you know, the, the opportunity to slip back into some of that, those old you know, behaviors um, could exist. I think it's important for you all to keep yourself safe. Um, sure. Some relationships, you know, they're not worth rekindling. And I know that's hard. And I know that, that we all kind of, when we start feeling super lonely and down, that we feel like we want to you know, rewind the tape and maybe make amends. Um, but not at the expense of, of your own sobriety. I'd be very cautious with that. Um, I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that all relationships, you know, do we think we got to, we got to leave those? The, I think the, one of the only definitions is it's making amends is to correct a mistake that you've made or a bad situation that you caused. And I believe that if you're living your life correctly, if you're living your life in a better way, you're correcting that mistake and you're not making that bad situation worse. So if there's something that's going to hinder your recovery, hinder your life, or I think you think about it, you know, I mean, maybe take it to a professional, go talk to a therapist. Maybe it's, you're just holding back because it may be scary and hard Mm -hmm. and there's a difference. Yeah. We are, we're here to do scary and hard if it's going to help us heal and move forward or help someone else. You don't just, throw it all to the wayside. But if it's going to be unhealthy and 
you know, yeah, I don't toxic, then I don't know if that's really needed. You just continue to do yours and give back where you can somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, again, you know, you know, that person better than anybody. And if you feel like there's a chance that it could be detrimental to your sobriety recovery, I'd say leave it there. If it's something that you feel like you need to correct or or make amends to, I would do it in a way that keeps you safe. Um, And, uh, you know, don't sacrifice yourself for someone else's, you know, I guess, you know, like warm warm fuzzies. I would say be cautious with that. Some th- things you can send a letter, you know, absolutely, and just leave it at that. You know, an old fashioned letter works just as well. There's a stamp, yeah, yep, absolutely. All right, coach, how important is it to journal your experiences? I know that sometimes going back and reading old journal entries makes me feel down and sad, but I'm curious do you continue to journal? And if so, do you go back and read those old entries? What are your thoughts? <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, What do you think? Journaling, I think, is so good. Um, For sure, everyone needs to journal good, bad, ugly, because I think it's a therapeutic tool to get the chaos out of our heads. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to get from head to pen to hand to paper um, is healing. So even if you're writing the bad stuff, it's healing. If it's difficult to read back, uh then just don't read back for a while. Yeah, this is coming from uh, the November challenge, this question. Oh, yes. So it was funny because last night I was talking to um, to the – the warrior group, you know, with uh, Courtney and and, uh, uh-huh. and Coach Bill, and we were talking a little bit about journaling and how therapeutic it is, you know, and the difference between physically writing your journal with your own hand to paper versus typing it or speaking it. Yeah, all of them have great bonuses, but hand to paper, there is something very kinesthetically healing. It's EMDR with the brain. It's it's it yeah. is. It's, it's, but if it's anything, I think journaling is helpful. I think. If it's not going to help you later on, because you're not going to reread it, it will help someone else, like a family, yeah. if that's what you're giving to them. But I believe we forget, we've discussed this in previous podcasts, our memories are awful, yeah. awful. And if we don't write mine things, is. <laughs> yeah, mine is really bad. I started a movie the other night, right? And you come in and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember we watched oh, this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we watched this with did Jerem I watch and, this? Yeah. Did I like it? Okay, I'll turn it off. Yeah. So bad. You're funny. Yeah, being with me is like 51st. Well, states, we talk right? about that. Why is it important to to to, to journal so that you'll remember? Yes. And why is remembering so important? You that's talk how, about this. Yes, that's how we learn. That's how we know. And if we don't write it down, besides the fact I think there's different situations where we only remember the good. Yeah. And we forget how bad it really was. Mm-hmm. And we end up fantasizing about the good when it really wasn't that good. Yeah. Or we only remember the bad and we become really negative and it's really not that bad. There mm-hmm. were a lot of good things too. And so writing it down helps you see it more clearly. When I read back through some of my old journals, it makes it come back like it was yesterday. Like it's like I'm right there. Yeah. And I can remember so much of it. And that's the way that I think we heal. I think it's how we learn and how we grow is by doing that and then going back. I can kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I can kind of understand and sympathize with the, when you go back and read it, how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as, as I was coming out of my darkness and as you and I were dating, you gave me a journal. I'm like, what the flip is this thing? Yeah. You know? And I remember writing in it at first, I mean, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but writing in it as at first as if you might read it one day. <laughs> so I was trying to make it look really good. Yeah. I remember one day you made me so mad as I think it was like one of the first days of therapy or something. And I like, I, I'm like, if she's going to read this, I'm going to tell her how I really feel. And I just let it have it. So and you really wrote. That's what I really wrote. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever gone back and reread that. Mm-hmm. But even just talking about it makes me feel icky because it was, it was, a, it was a, an awakening. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like getting back at everybody and you. Yeah. Um, but really it was a very uh, therapeutic experience. Um, I know I can, I can still remember what I wrote that day, you know, about just being lost and frustrated. I don't like talking about it right now because it was so real. But like, I remember like that there was something to that. And after that, there was this, you can watch and and go back and read my spiritual awakening from that mm-hmm. moment on to the point where um, I became this the, this individual that I am today. You know, when I, I, don't, I don't journal as much as I should, um, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but that was a big turning point. And it was funny because you go back and you read that. And I remember the turning point, the pivot point, and then the awakening. Um, and, uh, I think it's very therapeutic to yeah. write, you know, and well, this summer we went, yeah. we had a little girls camp, you know, with our, our two girls and we went up the canyon. They always ask you to journal. So I took a journal and I haven't handwritten for a long time. I should do it more. Like you said, yeah. and we all should. So part of it, I sat and just reread some of the old stuff like old, old, like when we were dating and yeah, that those are, were you like, oh, this guy is a flipping weird stomach yeah. painful, you know? And it was, it was painful to read, but it was also really cool to go. Look how far we've come. See, that's beautiful. Look I love how that far part. we've come. Yeah. That's the, you know? that's the moving to the horizon and never reaching there, but being able to look back and see how far you've come. That's why you do this. Yeah. I don't need to go back and reread those experiences because I know what they are but I'm glad I have them because it did, it burned it into my memory and into my mm-hmm. heart. So there's, we were talking last night on that, in that uh, group I was, I was a, a guest on. And um, I actually think it was um, um, Chris up there and it's all like, you know, coach yeah. Chris now. And she was saying that <clears throat> she was given a journal by which you could only write one line a day. Whoa. And so well, it was just a one liner yeah. every day. And I'm thinking that's a lot. That's kind of cool. Because yeah. if you want to like really get into it, you only got one line. So you got to make that one line extra special. I've seen apps on phones where your journal is a picture a day. Mm. And you'd be amazed how much a picture can can bring back memories. That's why yeah. I love our Facebook memories as they pop up. I was doing that with Camden today on our way home from the doctor. We mm-hmm. were looking through my old Instagram and showing him some things. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the doctor knows us really well. And he told Camden yeah. how much... He looked like you. And I said, remember that picture where I have you and Opa as little babies side by side? And he's like, no. So I pulled that one up and he's like, I look just like him. If we were born at the same time, you would think we were twins. That's funny. Yeah, it was fun yeah. just looking through those. Well, in fact, now you say that, that's kind of what I'm doing with, with my Instagram, my personal Instagram mm-hmm. account is it's no longer big dissertations. You know, it's a picture with, uh, you know, a, a simple little dill and yeah. then a meet the Robinsons hashtag. You've done this with your, with, with your Instagram yeah. where you then can get a book made. Yeah, I do with mm-hmm. chat books. In fact, I got yeah. a notification the other day. Oh, it's on the way. So I just 
did 60 pages and they just send it to me. So there's a lot of ways you can do this. If you want the biggest bang for your buck, the most therapeutic way to do it is your own hand written paper. Yeah. You know? And it does it, it because listeners, it's, it's really the fundamentals of what EMDR is. I think it's one of those things where it's hand to paper, brain's processing, you let it go. Mm-hmm. That's why I remember the time I talk about writing that letter to my mother about, you know, yeah. the, the, oh, you want to hang up on the phone? Well, let's see you hang up on a, on a mailed letter. Yep. And I remember writing the letter and feeling so good. I'm like, do I need to send it now? You know, do yeah. I need to send this? But I was like, I yes. Did. Um, but it did. It was very cathartic. And so I think that even when you get the therapeutic assignment from a, uh, a therapist or from a you know, counselor or whatever that tells you to write, do it. Yeah. That's why I think Mishka's challenge about, you know, spending 30 minutes writing, 30 minutes, you know, reading and 30 minutes, you know, exercising yeah. is so bad. It's an hour and a half of personal time. I know he, he posted, I his, at it. You, he posted his writing yet last night. Oh, did he? I haven't read and it, it was yet. just about his cat that he got last year. And oh my gosh, it's so touching. It's a special fun. needs cat that he was saying he never wanted, didn't think he's had to do so, so much extra for and how much it's helped and blessed him. But I think sometimes we don't see that unless we write it down. And all yeah. of a sudden as we're writing it, we're seeing all the blessings in it and all the things we're learning where we wouldn't make those connections if we were just thinking about it. No, but it's really good. Well, that's why I like like Josh Hansen. And when he's, you know, go gets out there and he, he does his running blogs and stuff because realistically every, every metal behind me has a story. And so those are journals. There's so many things that we do that um, we can use as reinforcements, you guys, in the future as successes. So write this stuff down. Yeah. Take the photos. Josh is a great, do those things. He's a great blogger, and that's so, such a yeah. good journal. He's a great writer. And so, you know, maybe just like I said, you know, don't be reading, don't be watching the news, read the news, you know, start writing some journals. Let's get back to the old school way of doing things. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get on this funk a little closer. Yeah. Okay. So we have two people. I've, I don't know if chat's not working again because I've asked if they have a question, oh. but they have well, I see two chats there. Is that you? So I don't know. Yep. It says she's disabled to chat. What, what did you have, do last what time? What have I done? I think this is what we did something goofy when um, we had all those, uh, I don't know. Why. Oh. Let me just move Donnell over and I'll go on the back end and see if I can find it. Okay. So I'm guessing she's here because she has something to ask. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that uh, I was so offended by all those creeping trolls that oh, I must have done something that did. shut everybody down. We are censoring everyone now, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So if you are in that chat room for any reason and you start seeing a troll jump on board, just just humor them for a second. We'll get them off as fast as possible. Our very first Zoom meeting, we had a we had some oh maybe some, she left some goofy pornography going on. Okay. It was kind of so crazy. I'll move over. Um, Selena. Selena? Yeah. I awesome. think Donnell lost. We lost her. Lost in Elko, Nevada. Never to be heard from again. Right. Hey. Miss Selena. I just have a burning question. That well, let's, been, <laughs> let's hear it. It's been driving me kind of crazy all day. Is the toilet paper hoarding again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a we have an eyewitness that was just at Costco. At that one said of the Costco said that it's, it's been replenished. So slow down, people. It's okay. I just want to know the mentality behind it. That's what inquiring minds in my mind have been wanting to know today. 
There's got to be some deep psychological issues, I think, that people are afraid of, of being without. I, like I said, I can think of a lot of other things I'd much rather have. But I mean, it's yes. just that whole question so, of if you get stranded on a desert island, what would you bring, right? Maybe a, a big 36-pack of toilet paper. <laughs> Who'd have thought? You know, I don't know. In fact, I don't think I've ever heard that being an answer on that, on that view. Yeah. toilet paper no never yeah i don't get it for life of me i remember selena when this first when this stuff started first going down we were and i think you had just gotten there too around there uh disneyland yeah yes yeah and right before when did hit. when did you guys go to disneyland we went february 7th and we okay. so we got barely like you guys barely oh made yeah it. see because we were there the first yep. of march yep you know, with Josh Hansen and a few others. So right. there I we think were. You were there like two weeks after we were. Yep. Yeah. And we went to Costco to get a few things. And I remember like the lines were crazy and everyone had toilet paper. And, and I remember, I remember specifically looking at Marissa and saying, being, I don't know what's going on here, but should we get some of that? Even exactly. though we're in another state? <laughs> I think that's the key. So somebody started it and then everyone else sees it and they're like, this means I need to get it too. Or, yeah. okay, you know, like I Tom think it's Sawyer in the fence, yes, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's that following because it's like, oh no, then that scarcity sets in, you know, and all of a sudden right. it could be that gone. And if I don't sense. have it, what do I have? And then it gets worse and worse because everyone's then doing it. Yeah. You know, that's slipping into the victim mentality, the scarcity versus abundance. And I think that, I think there's something to that though, but yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? That would be the biggest thing. And once again, it is again, the second wave of it. And yep. so I, you know, Warren and I have just, we were already stocked up, but we yeah. have grabbed a little bit more and, you know, we'll be riding around Salt Lake trying to find some this time, but it's, Weird. it just like has kind of baffled me today wondering why. Um, yeah. You know, the funny thing about that is, is that, that, that mentality of scarcity, don't you think? And, and it bothered me when people were doing that. And then after, you know, the, the month was over and things started a little bit balance out a little bit more. Then people wanted to come back and return it. And I'm like, don't, how dare you? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, you know, you know, let's I didn't be realize that, that they wanted oh, yeah. to return it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. We Absolutely. drove all over Salt Lake County trying to find some last time. When it <laughs> I don't started. understand it. Cause once it was in, we bought a couple extra just to be safe. And we have a family of six and we still are fine. So I don't right. know why everyone's running for it again. We teach them to fold one square multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The Boy Scout no. method. Yeah. We learned that a long yeah. time ago. But no, it's interesting. As long as we don't fall back into that, that fear mentality, we'll be okay. You know, we'll keep applying faith. And that will work scares out. me because I find myself even falling there a little bit right now. Um, mm -hmm. Because, uh, Selena, you know, too. my daughter, the mm -hmm. Texas, like they had, 12,000 cases in one day oh, yesterday yeah. and so my kids there are just hunkered down they're frightened they're you know it's we're supposed to go to Vernal to Hadley's birthday party on Saturday I think that's going to be put off it's just like it's just yeah. starting to get super real again and and i'm yeah. struggling with i think so we're just we have those waves and it's being prepared to just lay low and looking back at okay it happened before and it. toilet paper was replenished we were able to go outside for a while and you know all the shelves filled with food again and just 
be, well, you know, and to be helpful, um, addict to athlete, we'll be doing a couple more weeks of, of online meetings where we can get everybody together. Like I had mentioned yesterday. Um, oh, that's so great. We'll pick a time that works I for people. Think maybe and, next Friday at one yeah. or noon. Yeah. We'll start doing some things to help people maybe get connected so that you have an outlet because, you know, some of you guys can't get out and, mm-hmm. you know, and to be quite frank and quite honest, I'm not real impressed with what's out there right now. So I think we can hold our own meetings. We can uh, maybe we can get some help there. So yeah. stay tuned for oh, that. Yes. We'll get some get some social connections. That's really kind of how we found you, Selena. You started participating in our online meetings, and now look, you're yeah. you're a full fledged member uh, of the team. <laughs> yes, and I was just going to mention, like at least I have a running trail, as you've seen. That's like pretty. Yeah. Um, not very many people on it that I'm mm-hmm. able to at least go and get out there. Um, yeah, you're taking the Wait. challenge very seriously. I love it. Yeah, but also, you know, I have to. It's like running my crazies away right now when I, you know, it's like the today I couldn't wait for it to warm up just a little bit to go because awesome. um, Warren has lung issues. And, and so we're very nervous, you know, about yeah. COVID. If it ha- did happen to, if he was able to catch it, it wouldn't be a very great outcome. And so, we're super paranoid and we're super nervous. And so mm-hmm. thank goodness for my running yeah. trail. Yeah. That's awesome. And Absolutely. so I am, I'm like today, I'm not to toot my horn, but I'm going to toot my horn. Like mm-hmm. I have walked a little bit in the past, but today I ran the full way, just cruised. Congratulations. And, yeah. Which is I wild thought- because remember several months ago when you were like, I can't do this, I'm injured. And lo and behold, you get the right size foot, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I when I handed off at with Tim at at the five mile, he mm-hmm. trained me, you know, before when I got when I hurt so bad and I had to stop, and so oh, it was kind right. of an emotional moment, oh, you know. That's for, right. That's awesome for, for Tim and I because I that. it was like wow, and who would have thought? Where you are now? I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I told you before, and we need to do this. We need to get you on the podcast because listeners, I think you'd be very impressed with, with Selena's story. She is, she's an amazing individual. Amputee still runs, kicks butt. And, and I think it probably beat me. So there you go. Well, I don't know. I have to stop. I do. Like I posted on my Facebook page today. You'll have to read about the, the whole, uh, it's kind of an interesting process for me to run because I have to stop and drain my liner it usually starts slipping so i have to take my leg off and i Mm. used to be like oh humiliated to do that but now it's just kind of like just part of the game and takes me like five minutes and i just have to wipe it off and literally like i'm sorry this is tmi but it it holds the sweat down well yeah i don't Mm -hmm. see how it couldn't yeah Mm -hmm. i have to like turn it upside down and dump it out dump it out and it's like yuck if anyone dro- you know goes by me i used to be like but now it's like oh what just keep running you know if you don't like it too bad but yep. the, the, the able body people that are like what's that crazy person doing right yeah i love it <laughs> i think it's great let them let them think, think that okay selena exactly. All right, you're, well, a, you're a champion thank, thank you, you. I, thank you i've got my toilet paper so i'm good <laughs> good to go okay we know where to come get if we run out <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know, what's cool about that too, though, is like, she, she's kind of, you know, maybe a little bit in her head about that, but the cool part about it is people are probably seeing that being very much 
taken back in and awe. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I need to not be yeah. in my car and out running. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I love that. All right. Let's try Donnell again. All right. What's lost has now been found. Donnell, back online. Um, yeah, I, I, that would be it would be hard. Like a NASCAR pit stop for Selena, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Like going in for a little bit of a pit stop. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Maybe she's, not. she's Maybe right she's too, though. Working. I think, I think with, with what Selena was talking about, you know, um, you know, listeners, if you've ever thought to yourself that I'm not a runner, that I, I can't do this, you know, I think we do a lot more than just run. Running's our core because it's, it's not easy. And it's individual. And it's individual. And recovery is individual. Yeah. And the, 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 the metaphors are very much one in the same, you know, there's always a wall that you hit in a run. There's always a wall you'll hit in your recovery. Um, it's it's going to get uncomfortable, but when you hit that finish line, you're going to feel amazing. And then you take on the next one. And that's a lot like life in recovery. And so that's why we use it kind of as its foundation. Not exactly. We do a lot of different sports, but as you're hearing some of these stories, I want you to know that running and exercise on team medic athlete is only one small piece to a much greater whole, you know, when we have our, um, our community service, you know, mm-hmm. the, the things we do for, for addiction recovery, um, you know, we're, we'll be providing some online meetings for you guys so that you can connect and maybe get into some group counseling together with us. Um, you know, you're on a team, which means that you have team support. There's so much more that we do, but when we get down to the basics of, of that, that, that county to county relay, watching Jerem run the first half of that with, um, with the athletes, it was, it was, it was amazing to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, him getting back in the car with us and coming over for dinner last week and, and talking about the several of you that ran with him. It's amazing. You know, yeah. uh, you know, Holly, you know, out there, our new Patreon, mm-hmm. you know, and he come back, he says, Blue, you gotta, you gotta have Holly as on your podcast. And I'm like, really? You tell me why. And I knew Holly was awesome, but I had no idea the history, you know, and yeah. just, just her, her own understanding of all this amazing. Um, you know, a Clayton, Clayton's heart is huge. If you ever see Clayton running, he's got the, uh, the pink shirt on. Yeah. You know, he loves and, it. And he's awesome. He's just, he just stands out. He's a, He's just a man of integrity and you know, watching Earl just cruise over the Provo section with, with yeah, him and, and then awesome. him, you know, taking off. I'm like, it, it blew me away. Then seeing cash run at night and Kenny and flying everyone, you know, Tyson and, and, and uh, little Emma. I mean, there's so much more to this team than just exercise and running. So, yeah. Yeah. Did we find Donnell? I see her name oh, there. Yeah. Does that mean she's, she's around and about? Donnell, are you there? Donnell, tune in, Donnell. Elko, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear hey. me? Yes. yes, absolutely. How are you? How goes it? I, I couldn't be better. Thank you for asking. Wow. I see the COVID beard is back. The COVID beard had been trimmed a few times. It's never been shaved, but it's starting to grow a little faster. Does it, it's, we have some feedback that's really loud. Okay, background. You got that is true. Is it, is it repeating? Yeah, it's like a Goodness. That better? Are you on a speaker? Yeah. Ah, that's, that's it. probably it. Is that better? 
That's yes. much better. Okay. Now we're not summoning an alien invasion. So thank you. Awesome. What's Hi, happening Thomas. tonight? Hey, Hi, coach. Good to see you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Getting ready for it to snow. Is it snowing at your place? Oh, yeah. It's supposed to tomorrow. Ugh. Have you guys I mean, had snow yet? A little yeah, bit. But it's melting now. Yeah. Maybe again tomorrow, though. If you're getting snow, that means we're going to get it soon. What's happening out there in Elko? How are you guys doing? So we wanted to talk uh, a little bit about uh, the topic, the question of, um, has he always not had a tail? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I just took it off this morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. Squirrel. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk about the topic of um, uh, making amends. Mm. Yeah, we just had a, um, we just had a question about amends, making amends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had some some of the comments that we had were, um, um, you know, basically, you can only do so much, right? You can only do what what um, what you can do, right? Yeah. Um, and that making amends to uh, those who you have wronged. Uh, you know, is it more, the question that we have is, is it more about, um, is it more about forgiving yourself and yeah. going through that process as a way to, uh, to forgive yourself and to um, kind of let yourself off the hook, so to speak? Hmm. Because at, at some point, you know, if you're dwelling in, in that, that which you have you know, the mistakes that you've made and the people that you have hurt. I mean, not only, I mean, I'm kind of in, a, in that situation with, with, uh, you know, Marcy, who used to be my best friend. Um, you know, at, at some point I can't, I mean, the, that relationship is, is, is dissolved. And so if I'm gonna dwell in that, which, dissolved it um and the fact that she's not you know she's going to dwell in that then how am I going to be able to move forward in my own recovery and in you know my own um uh you know being able to move past those mistakes and forgiving myself especially when you know uh me in particular is one of the things that I really struggle with is the self-deprecation and mm -hmm. punishing myself for those, um, those mistakes and not, not knowing when to quit. Yeah. How yeah. much, you know, have I punished myself enough? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of, kind of where we're, we're at, like, where do you get to that point? Um, you know, and we have, we have, we only have one, uh, minor here, uh, the, that's with us tonight but you know i think that it's it's important to be able to communicate that to our youth and uh getting them to to a place where they're able to kind of move forward because you know when they grow up in the families that they grow up in where addiction is very prevalent and and uh you know self-deprecation is really prevalent that's yeah. kind of what they learn. That's, that's, that's how they, they move forward and, yeah. you know, they repeat what they, what they've learned. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I guess, 
I guess our question is um, along those same lines of, you know, is the making amends more about going through a process to forgive yourself um, and being able to move forward in your own life and kind of letting go of how they feel about what you did or didn't do, right. you know, to hurt them in some yeah. way. You know, it's a, it's a very good observation, and I'm glad that you picked up on that. I think that first and foremost, your amends need to come through and for you first. We don't, they don't talk about that too much in the other programs. You know, making amends typically is by someone else. Um, but a lot of times, in order to do that, you have to seek self-forgiveness first, because mm -hmm. that means that you've made the changes so that you won't hurt those people again. It's an interesting thing. I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to this week's podcast, both the minor league and the addict to athlete podcast, but both of them kind of pivot on this. Uh, Savannah's podcast with the minor league was very emotional this week. And it kind of blew me away. Talked a lot about seeing the other person for who they authentically are. And she does an eloquent job describing the situation she had at school with the school project that a teacher had them do that absolutely blew me away. That turned into this understanding of forgiveness for me as, as we were talking about this in our podcast. And if we don't forgive ourselves, how do we, how in the world would we have the, the ability to forgive anyone else? Which means how do we make amends for what we've, what we've done or for what, what we've experienced? I really think that's an important factor to all of this, but we are hard on ourselves. Typically we can forgive others before we forgive ourselves. We're much harder on ourselves and others. And so I think you guys are right to drill down on that aspect of it. Self-forgiveness doesn't mean that you have a free ticket, you know, of, of emotional freedom. What it means is that you're willing to hurt, you know, you're willing to go through, you're willing to heal. And so there's a lot to this. I think there's a lot we could probably, you know, drill down on, but I think you're absolutely right. Uh, if you're going to try and make amends with anybody, you've got to put yourself in a situation to do that, which means self-forgiveness, self-accountability, you know, I, first. I believe too, when we've taught this with our kids with, you know, saying you're sorry, you know, we've, we go a little saying you're sorry or words. If you don't have the behavior to go with it, that you're going to work on changing the behavior. So you don't need to repeat it. Right. Yeah. And I believe that's the point of amends, apologizing are the words, making amends, I believe is just going on a deeper level to make, rather than just saying the words, what are you going to do more than that? But I don't think it's just, you know, groveling and, you know, following the person, giving them this and that to try to make up for everything you've lost. You'll never do that. You won't, no. there, you can never give back what was really taken. But see, that's so if you change your behavior, if you change your behavior, so you're in a different way, so you're not repeating the same behavior. Because, you know, when we teach our kids, when they hit their brother, say you're sorry. Well, yeah, but if he hits me right the next second, then it doesn't mean anything. So if you say you're sorry, then you're going to work on changing the behavior so you don't do it again. Mm -hmm. So you don't hit them again. And yeah. if you're doing that, that's, to me, making amends. Yeah. I mean, I think your you behaviors. make up for um, so certain things, but not everything, no. I think that, that the other big, big part of it um, is allowing or not allowing yourself to be subject to abuse based on that, right? Like, yeah. mm -hmm. um, 
you know, you, you, if I were to go to this person, approach this person, which I've done, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and do my best to make amends, at what point do I stop allowing them to, um, to beat me up over it, like let alone beat myself up over it. But, you know, because for me, I feel like I get into that mindset of this is what I deserve because I owe them this person. Yep. And so, um, you know, I deserve to, to, uh, subject myself to their negativity and their abuse and, and kind of, you know, it's, it's hard to get to a point where you can rise above that. Um, and yeah. again, I do think that comes a lot of that comes from, you know, self-forgiveness and, and being able to say, look, I've, I've, I've done what I can do. I, I have to walk away at this point. Um, but I don't, no matter what, you know, no matter, I mean, you know, I'm, even if you, if you look at it as the, um, you know, I, I know somebody who um, has a, a a, a t-shirt that says just a sinner saved by grace. And so at, at what point do you get to the point where I'm like, you know, this is about me and Jesus. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if, if that's who I need, you know, that's who I yep. need to, to seek my forgiveness from. And, and if he loves me, even though I've done what I've done and you don't, well, that's on you. That's your loss, you know? Yeah. There but, was out. But but that's hard to do. That's always easier said than done. And and um, you know when you were you were saying uh, just a minute ago about um, you got to forgive yourself before you can forgive others. You got to love yourself before you can love others. Mm-hmm. Those are so they're they're awesome cliches. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, that's so much harder to do. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's Absolutely. not, it, 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 it's so, uh, I think that when, especially when you're struggling with it, it, it's very much a cliche. It's like, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. Well, it'll only hurt for a minute mm-hmm. or, you know, given childbirth, it hurts really bad, but you forget, you know, you see that face and you forget, well, I'm concerned about the pain now. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so, I think that that I struggle a lot with 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 that of like, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I know I have to love myself before I can love others, but you know, think of it under the context of easy, hard, hard, easy, right? Mm -hmm. If you do the easy things now, yeah, if you do the easy things now and you forgive everybody else, but you you don't yourself first, then easy, hard. hard. How about harder than easy? Because again, if you can get into your corners of your soul and do that heart of yours, you know, Marissa nailed it on the head too. Those behaviors will speak for themselves, but then anything additional that you do mm-hmm. will be so genuine and the intent will be so, so straightforward that you, you will be walking the talk and talking yeah. the walk. And that's a beautiful right. thing. And you're right. It is. And as I was going through this process of discussing a very sensitive topic on our podcast, that's where it came from. That's where I was kind of like, I can look back at it now and think I've forgiven these people, but it was because I did the work for me first. Right. It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that 
I've seen family members that have done this and it's like, they get that spiteful. Okay. I'll make you make amends till hmm, whenever. And they do it spitefully to just, now it's my turn to control you. It's my turn to hurt you after all that you've done to me. And that no way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, should they feel hurt? Yes. But if they're going to do that, to be spiteful. No, no, no. This is again, again, if you've changed your behavior, then that's what it matters. We were just and reading you'll this start seeing online. that. We were just reading this online with this, with that goofy group. Yeah. Talking about, you know, I'm sorry, man, but I don't get it. This <laughs> no. Al-Anon group makes no sense to me. They rip apart the person who's trying to change lives and the people that love them trying to seek counsel and guidance. And then this group tears them apart. And I'm like, yeah, how do you think any of those people are going to be able to heal? You're not allowing anyone to do it together or for a reason or for a purpose. It's every man for themselves and screw the other person. When you get family systems like that, it's hard to go back and make amends because you're still in that mindset of you screwed me over. So I say work on yourself first and let those dominoes fall into place the way they will. So we also have a couple comments here from Captain Chelsea Olson, which are phenomenal. So I love it. I'm what is she, what's Chelsea saying? <laughs> so she says, sometimes we love others to distract from our own pain. Spot on, Chelsea. Spot on. And then another one, on she shoulders. said, it's all about capacity. There you go. Okay. We've discussed this. Capacity. What I can, can say that we word handle? Now. And Blue can say it correctly. So we can use it. Uh-huh. How much can you handle? You don't do more than you can handle. And that's where with your higher power, grace comes in. You do everything you can and then let grace do the rest. Yeah. Dang. Chelsea's on fire tonight. Yeah, she is. Wow. I don't think I can say anything better than that, Donnell. What do you think? She's on mute, I think. Donnell's lost her voice. There. What do you think? Powerful. I don't think I could ever lose my voice. Um, But... Yeah, does what do you guys think? Does anybody have any any comments on that? You know, it is about capacity. It's about, you know, what what your, you know, threshold of pain is. I mean, some people, you know, you're just not ready yet and until you're ready, it's not going to make any difference anyway. Mm-hmm. Don't live love it. Spot on. What was that? Don't live beyond your means. Yeah. Yeah, that's a part. He said don't live beyond your means. Absolutely. Um absolutely. So yeah. important. You got some powerhouses out there, Donnell. I like the way they think. Yeah. Gets doing the work. I love it. We got some good ones. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Well. Okay. Carry on. Get your snow snowballs ready out there in Elko. Oh, they're already out and ready to go. Oh, geez. I'm not ready for this. Here we go, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, coach. All right. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Yeah. Take care. Love you guys. Okay. Take care. Love you too. See Bye. you, Elko. Bye. I think that, um, yeah, I, I think Chelsea nailed it with the capacity. That's I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. You know, you can't run faster than you have energy and you yeah. certainly shouldn't be jumping into, into pools that you don't yeah. have energy to swim across. And if you're loving and forgiving others more than you can yourself, I don't think you're people realize that principle, Marissa, that when you yeah. start doing things that are in, in accordance to, to that true self that you're pursuing, everything else falls into place. You no longer have to use your words as backup. You use your actions. Mm-hmm. And it you can know? sound like, oh, that's cliche. It's not because though. until you apply it, when you do the action behind it, all of a sudden it becomes truth People instead of these see it. 
happy, hopeful things. Yeah. People see it, you know, like, I mean, again, you can't be, you know, a world-class addict in social life and then come home and be like the best father. They're going to, you can't do that. You have to be congruent and those behaviors reflect. And so uh, I think that she's spot on with that. So I I love that being the bookend athletes, you viewers, listeners, all you in between. Thank you so much for participating and submitting your questions for one-on-one with coach blue tonight. Um, as always, we will be posting this as uh, the podcast for tomorrow. Please you know, share this with people that need it. I'm finding out that we need your help to spread this, these messages. There's so much out there. That's, that's, that's weird and crazy. Like we were just talking about oh, yeah. a lot of people don't understand the principles that we're teaching and that we, we, uh, we are founded on share this with anyone that you think will benefit from it. So it helps, doesn't it? Yes, please. Do. I'm just noticing how much as we start to get, as we, as athletes growing, as we start now reaching into other states and other communities and other places, I'm realizing how in the dark most people are Yeah. about other ways that recovery can be possible. Yeah. Well, they just get, yeah. Yeah. They've been typecast. That's into all they paradigm. know. So it's, mm-hmm. it's sad. I feel bad, but there's, there's so many other ways. There's so many different perspectives you can take. And the people, you know, going back to the beginning question about those others, the people that can change their mind yeah. because of being open enough to listen to someone else are the most amazing, strong people in the world Absolutely, that don't just have that one opinion and they're stuck and rigid. Yeah. Be open. Be open to it. So athletes, again, thank you for listening. Uh, remember next week, same time, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, one-on-one with Coach Blue, the uh, Minor League Podcast every Sunday, and then, of course, Addict to Athletes Podcast every Monday. Thank you, Radio Ronan, for all the support you guys give us. And thank you, Josh, specifically for helping out Team Addict to Athlete with our, with our store, which we'll be launching very soon. Josh has already bought stuff on there. Yeah. He's he going to be the first sneak. one to have new new gear. He so got a sneak peek. He got a sneak peek. So but there's um, newer stuff coming too. So. There's some good stuff on there. You've been working hard on that. So yeah. keep your eyes tuned to that. Let's get these Project Elf applications going. Um, athletes, until next time, go turn your mess into a powerful message.